Good morning, and welcome to the 29th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Porter View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Yield College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Gio's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Poo Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Poo Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Of course, you can also get us at home via Alexa and you can get our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the podcast logo on the left side of the front page to do so, to listen back to the show or listen to what you might have missed. You can email us at WGNO.com, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com or call the show. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. And my partner, Ed Daniels, at WGNO of CrescentCitySports.com. Nash Icon 1061 FM. Larry and Harold joining us now. Traveling to Tuscaloosa for LSU Alabama, which we'll talk about in just a bit. Edward, as always, a pleasure. Good morning. What do you say, Ken? How are you, buddy? I say hi. Just another beautiful day to travel, and it should be a beautiful evening in Tuscaloosa for what should be a great game, which, as I mentioned, We'll talk about a little bit later. Certainly mixed emotions on this one in terms of which way it's going to go, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Bottom line is, it'll be fun for you. Oh, it'll be a good time. The weather's, uh, the weather's going to be perfect. We're, you know, we're driving right now. Of course, anybody who's been outside this morning knows how beautiful a morning it is. Not a cloud in the sky. And I mean, you know, this is, um, you know, we, we go through spring practice and fall practice and all these games. But, you know, these are the days that I think uh, uh, make this league special and uh it's one of those games uh tonight under the lights in the southeastern conference and uh to me it's it's one of the most fun things we do indeed coming up uh, we'll talk about lsu 
Alabama, Tulane, East Carolina, the Saints and the Bears, the Pelicans and the Hawks, and all that to come. And we have a couple of guests coming up shortly. High school coaches Wayne Stein of St. Charles Catholic and Mark Bonis of Brother Martin will join us to talk about the exploits of their teams, which have been outstanding after wins last night and buys coming up in the playoffs. Of course, last night, a big win for St. Charles Catholic over Newman. Big win for E.D. White Catholic over St. James live at CrescentCitySports.com. John Curtis Christian, big win over Carr. Carr still a district champion. Curtis uh, getting to a bye position, it appears, with a victory among the uh, the many big games that were played locally. And uh, people have asked about the whole John Curtis situation. We've addressed it, but addressing it again, let me say what I've been saying, and I'll leave it at that, which is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You can, we respect all opinions. I know I do. And if you believe that the record is the record, uh, great. If you don't, that's your prerogative, and that's great. On the field, uh, they've won more games than any team ever has. The coaches won more games than any team ever has. Whether you love, hate, dislike, or like uh, the school or the individual, that is a fact. And uh, beyond that, again, interpretation is interpretation. And again, I'll say it once more, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You can make your own judgment, your own decisions about that. What I would say is that, you know, hate is a powerful thing, and it's a terrible thing. And I would strongly encourage those that, that may not like someone or may not like a school to dismiss that as I have to do every day in my life about the things that I deal with sometimes with with people I don't particularly care for and things I don't care for I think that's what we're called to do so there's that it's a shame that the distraction occurred this week because uh, obviously there was a momentous occasion forthcoming and would it have been brought up I don't know the answer to that people have asked me that had uh, someone not done so uh, in demonstrative fashion don't know the answer. Uh, at best, the timing was curious, and I've said that over and over again, and I'll leave it at that. And that's my take on the situation, and let it play itself out. And again, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Each person can make his or her own judgment, and that's the way I see it. What I see is that uh, the man in the school have won 622 games on the field, and prior to this issue being addressed this week, uh, that was the discussion that's been going on for the last several months, and everyone has been discussing it and mentioning it in the media, and nothing was said about it until this week. So that's my take, Ed, and I'm done, take a, yeah. I'm done, done talking well, about it. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I agree with you. Um, we celebrated on the show last night. I thought we did it tastefully, and um, very happy for Coach and his program, and uh, he gave me a zip that is really very, very nice that uh, – <laughs> He had made for the occasion, and I'm going to wear it today, and I'm going to wear it proudly. And, uh, you know, if people disagree with that. I respect that. And if they want to be unhappy, well, that's their decision. But, you know, I, I have right now. Okay, I think we lost him there. We'll try to get him back here momentarily, Rudy. So we'll I'm sorry, Kenny. I, oh, there you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I – uh, yeah, apologize for that. But, you know, okay. look, I had a great night last night, great day today. And anybody who wants to be unhappy well, or have a problem, well, that's, that's their prerogative. God bless them. Yeah, listen, I, I, again, I, I say this over and over again, and I'll say it one last time. I genuinely respect all opinions and understand people's thoughts as long as they're not hateful. And that's really that. That's well, you know, Kenny, I think I think I think that's important for you to touch on because the, the level of vitriol uh, that surrounds this issue, 
has has been uh, been pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. Believe me, I've I've gotten a million phone calls this week, and I've heard from all kinds of people. And it, and of course, I'm on the sideline before the game last night, uh, doing a live shot at 6:22, and then after that, uh, you know, watching the game and and you know, I I, I just don't I, I don't know whatever. But you know what? Hey, look, last night I got a, I got a text from Coach uh, Coach Brown telling me to pass along his best to J.T. Curtis. I thought that was really cool. And, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, Bryce has heard his, his, his uh, share of slings and arrows, too. Of, he has. Of, uh, but you know what? Here's, here's, a, here's the one thing that I will, I will say. There's a common thread between uh, both of those gentlemen, okay, is, um, you know, they get up every day. And Bryce is a lot younger than J.T., okay? But they both get up every day. They both try to be better than they were the day before. They both work very hard, and uh, they're in it for the right reasons for their for their kids. And you know, the, the young men on both sides of the field last night understand that their coaches uh, care about them and 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 want to do everything they can for them. So, you know, and and if anyone would understand what what uh, what JT's dealing with, I think it would be Coach Brown. And uh, I thought it was a great text. And uh, he, he just a, he's just a great dude. And my my respect and admiration for him just went up uh, even more than it, if that's possible a- after what what he what he sent coach last night. Absolutely. Well, listen, Les East has a great story uh, at CrescentCitySports.com uh, about this whole thing. He's been working on it for months. And I think it's a fantastic story. I think it encapsulates everything perfectly. And he has quotes from a whole bunch of coaches, including those that have competed against Coach Curtis, many uh, that are in the Catholic League, so to speak, uh, that, that tell you about their thoughts as well. I think it's a great story. I think it presents the, the journey in very, very good fashion uh, to unveil. And again, I'll say it from one last time. Not only are people entitled to their opinions, but I respect them as long as they're not hateful. If you don't like what they do, I get it. If you don't like the fact that they've won that many on the field, I get it. If you think they've won 30 less, I get it. I'm all good with that as long as you're respectful and you're entitled to accept it regardless of of what it is one way or the other. That's it. And I'll leave it at that because we're going to move on. Let's do that. Let's move on. All right. Well, we're going to move on because we got, speaking of great coaches, we've got a tremendous coach with us right now who uh, I just, again, I don't see anybody doing a better job in Louisiana than this gentleman's done. Two years, two state championships, and now likely a number one seed moving forward in the Select Division Three playoffs. Undefeated St. Charles Catholic, a winner over Newman 28 to nothing last night. Joined now by the outstanding head coach of the Comets, Coach Wayne Stein. And Wayne, listen, first and foremost, Congratulations. I mean, it's hard to be the hunted and and to keep winning week after week, and you and your team have been able to do that. Yeah, Ken, you know, it's our, our kid always, kids always say, we always hunting. You know, we're never going to be the hunted. We're always going to be the one hunting. And they've really taken that mentality each and every week and and really haven't gotten ahead of themselves, and I, I really think that's the key to us being 10 and 0. I wanted to, you know, Ed and I were just discussing the whole Curtis thing. And uh, one way or the other, uh, as a fellow coach, I know you have respect for anybody that's won 622 games on the field, correct? No doubt. I think all coaches are pretty disappointed about the whole way it went down. 
Um, and, you know, I'm not going to comment a whole lot about it, but that's no. pretty much the, the content from everybody around the state. Well, that look, you just said it, and that's what I have said. I'll say it one more time. I respect all opinions. Always have, always will. And I respect those that don't think it's uh, the record and those that do, and I respect those that like and that dislike as long as you're not only civil but respectful in the process. I get it. Uh, to me, the whole thing was all about how it was done and when it was done, the timing of what came out. I just think that was not appropriate and, and not respectful. And that, that's coming from a, a Catholic League guy, uh, Archbishop Romo, myself, and uh, Ed is too. So that's, that's it. End of story. Move on from that. St. Charles Catholic's undefeated. Uh, Newman, you have a great relationship with Nelson Stewart. The feeling's mutual. He has enormous respect for you. And, and obviously, you won this game last night in all three phases. Your offense was, I think the right word would be solid, nothing special, did what it had to do. Your defense was great. And as always, your special teams made a big play to win the game. Yeah, you know, we really were. Uh, you know, going through the tape, obviously it wasn't perfect. Uh, you know, like I, I said last night at halftime, uh, Coach Ty Monica, I was the coordinator. You know, he said it, not me. He felt like he was looking too much for the big play, and he settled down, and we, and we got back to running the football and, and mixing it up. And I, I, I thought they, our offense controlled the tempo of the game. Our defense was absolutely lights out from the opening uh, you know, play to the end. We played with such great energy. Um, you know, we gave up some plays. You know, they have a, an excellent football team. Me and Coach Stewart talked after the game. And, um, you know, like I told him, that, you know, and we talked about going in. The game's just a game to kind of see where we all are. It's a good game to have before by and reevaluate yourself and then go into the playoffs. Because in this, in this division, there is no there is no good draw. You you got to play well. To, to find a way to get to the Superdome. Ed? Coach Kyle Cannon played the, the lack of respect card last night in the interview that he did uh, for our for our TV show. And, uh, you know, Coach JT and I were, were uh, speculating that maybe Frank Monica was in the huddle uh, feeding him that information. Could you comment on that? Yeah, and again, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, I think sometimes we make that statement and, and you may think it's Friday Night Football or whatever it may be, but I just don't know that there's the buzz around a program that it deserves and around our kids. You know, Kyle Cannon, I think, is one of the most under-recruited kids in the whole state of Louisiana, and I know all the things that are going on, and I'm a high school coach, so what do I know? Um, but, you know, our kids don't feel like, you know, they don't read all the articles about themselves. They read articles about a lot of other people, and who's doing it better than us right now? 17 straight back-to-back -back champions. and Yeah, so we're all going to sell that chip on our shoulder, um, you know, and until we see otherwise. I hope they're not reading and watching what I do, because that's certainly not the case here. <laughs> You've had us number one since the beginning, you know. But, <laughs> but uh, you know. I didn't want to mess up that narrative. Don't show them my stuff, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not necessarily about the local media either. It's, it's, it's yeah. about the whole state of Louisiana. And, and you know, there's a lot of, I won't name any of the schools, but a lot of schools are mentioned as, yeah. as the favorite, and our kids hear oh, yeah. it. And, uh, you know. That's really what it's all about. Ed, well, Coach, uh, you know, I I don't really uh, understand some of the voting that that goes on around the state. Um, maybe I'm just not very smart. You know, my little Loyola education. I guess I just don't know a whole lot. But uh, I I look at some of the voting on things like Player of the Year and and different things. And you write about Kyle Cannon. 
I mean, the guy's made plays for, I, I said last night, it seems like he's been on the roster since 1985. But, I mean, that, that young man has made a ton of plays in his life. No doubt. And he's, you know, I guess, you know, personally, he's even a better kid, you know. And so, uh, but at the end of the day, he's, somebody's going to sign him and he's gonna, they're going to get a great player and uh, he's going to do his thing. And, and I think the, the biggest thing about our kids that's different, people ask me all the time, what's the secret? You know, we got kids that want to play the next level and are good enough, but they never put that before what's going on here. You know, they never are looking too far ahead. They they respect what they're doing with their buddies. They play for each other at the high school level. Um, and I wouldn't trade that for the world. I wouldn't trade our guys for anybody. Wayne Stein with us from St. Charles Catholic. And, of course, the kicking game, Coach. You do it again. You block a punt for a touchdown last night. And we, we talk about it all the time on the games we do with you, uh, on our shows that we do on radio. The focus here is so obvious you know, you've been part of it with Coach Monica for years and now as the head coach. You guys put such a focus on the kicking game. Do you think that is why uh, you win it so often and make so many big plays? I think we do. You know, and I learned from Coach Monica in the sense of when you look at, you know, the breakdown of plays, I think last night we played, you know, 45 snaps of defense or 45 snaps of offense. Well, you know, there's 15 to 20 snaps in there that are kicking. And if, you know, you would never not – uh, you know, you would never tell your offensive defensive coordinator, hey, don't worry about these 15 snaps. You know, but for some reason, some people just, they don't put a lot of time into it. It's not a magic scheme. I just think it's the attention to detail by our coaching staff. I think it's the attention to detail by our kids. We're going to put our best kids out there. It's not a time to rest uh, and things of that nature. So, you know, I really, that's what we learned from Coach Monica. We continue to do it. I mean, our kids know, you know, we're, we're back-to-back state championship champions because of special teams. We blocked three or four punts versus Lafayette Christian. We get an onside kick last year in the state championship. So I don't have to sell our kids. They get it. Ed? Yeah, Coach, no doubt about that. I mean, I was getting ready to make that comment. I think that, that in the playoffs, those games are, are get closer and closer as you go through the, through the bracket. The, the special teams mean even more than they would at any point during the season they do and i think when our opponents play us they spend more time on special teams but mm-hmm. hey that's that's good that means they can't spend more time on offensive defense you know so um you know we really block out some time each and every day even in some some meeting situations to to go through special teams and you know our special teams coordinator john tally he's kind of oversees it all but you know we do not and i learned this from coach monica when special teams are going on, all 114 players are watching. There's nothing else going on. And, and that's part of the whole, you know, concept of there's nothing more important than this. And, and I think our kids get it. Wayne, obviously you get a buy. I mean, it looks like, to me, you're going to edge out Calvary for the number one seed. I mean, one or two either way, you get there. But, you know, it looks like that's the case. And, you know, certainly right now as we look – and what's ahead, and coaches always say, oh, you know, we're not looking ahead, but now you can look ahead a bit. You look at that 16 slot, that's Loyola Prep. You know, you look ahead about your own side of the bracket. Uh, the top four or five teams in this bracket are really good, and, you know, and realistically, I mean, you might, you know, you might be looking at U-High in that semifinals, and that is, that's a really talented football team who you see every year before the season. 
Yeah, you know, the bracket. I mean, we're forgetting about having to go to Notre Dame, you know, possibly in the quarterfinals. <laughs> so it's going to yeah. be nine. I mean, you you got to go face a legend, a Hall of Famer, and Louis Cook if you get there. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's my one gripe about the about the whole thing. Like, I believe our kids have earned the right to play home every game. So do I. So do I. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I the high seed should yeah. be home. Absolutely. Well, you stole my thunder, and I didn't mean to interrupt you because I've been I've been hitting on this forever, and I talked to my my friends with the LHSA, talked to officials about changing rules and everything else, and this is one I lobbied for it for years, and they changed the rule to make the higher seed home in the semifinals, which is good. But in my opinion, based on the fact that you have a seeding system, you earn that seed. The higher seed should be at home all the time. That is my strong opinion. Well, you know, you look at the example, Coach, where if you're the one in 16 and 17 playing the 17 wins, you got to travel in the second round. Well, I don't because I have a bye. He has a bye, yeah. yeah. But if you look at that scenario as it's been sometimes in the past, I mean, I I just don't think that's fair, okay, because there ain't a whole lot of difference between the 16 and 17. And – why did you kill yourself all year to be the number one seed, and then you have to turn around in the second round and go play a go play a road game? Right, you're exactly right, Ed. Because when you are one, I mean, what is close? There's nothing closer than sixteen, seventeen. I mean, as you start to get fifteen, eighteen, and fourteen, nineteen, I mean, there's more separation between those teams, and that that higher seed is more likely to win. You know, and so. Um, you're right. I mean, I, I remember that when I, in the old way, us having being a one seed in baseball one time and having to travel to the Quincy, who was a 17, and getting upset. So, right. uh, you know, I mean, I get it. Our system's as good as it, it can be. It's just when I think about the meat grinder of our schedule that our team played uh, and to go 10 and 0 with it and to think that they have to go on the road at all if something happens is, is disappointing. So here and, we and go. You know, yeah, and go I think, too, and I think, too, that. If you change the rule and you made it that way, okay, it makes the regular season even more important, which to me is a good thing. No doubt. I mean, look, you you, you can argue, oh, this one's going to manipulate. The the power rating system is good. You know, some people don't understand it, but I, I think it's a, a very good system. It rewards you for playing people. Can you manipulate it, especially if you're a smaller school playing up and things of that nature? But for the most part, it really does a good job of at least seeding teams. And then it balls down to what happens on the grass in the playoffs. I just think that the regular season should definitely have some credence and give you an opportunity to be home that whole time. Couldn't agree more. I, I, I again, will continue to lobby for that one way or the other because I feel like it's, it's earned. But, again, you play who's in front of you. And you play uh, the teams that you have to play, and you got a tough bracket, and it all starts for you in two weeks because you get the bye. Last thing, I mean, how important is the bye? You got a chance to heal some guys up. You get anybody healthier or back as a result? I do. We get a receiver who we lost week four back who broke his collarbone. He had the surgery, mm-hmm. so he, he'll be back, um, you know, for the playoffs. You know, uh, the bye is nice, but, you know, when you're playing well, you kind of want to keep playing. You know, so it's, we, you know, we've continued the way we handled the bye, uh, you know, under Coach Monica. We, you know, after today, we're watching the film as normal, and we'll give our kids Sunday and Monday off, and then we'll, we'll practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, give them Friday off, and, you know, come back the following Saturday, and we'll actually know who our opponent is, and 
you know, we'll glance at some film on the possible opponents in our bracket, but we'll also really more work on us and the things that, you know, we're very critical of the things that we know. We know where all our warts are and what do we have to work on, what can we fix. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Our kids are honest with themselves about, you know, not getting caught up in a we're 10 and 0, we're perfect. They know there's things that we need to continue to work on. Well, the St. Charles Catholic Comets figure to be a number one seed undefeated heading to the Select Division Three playoffs in search of a third consecutive state championship under Wayne Stein. Wayne, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the visit. Congratulations. You're never undervalued here, my friend. Keep up the good work. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys for the coverage. My pleasure. Okay, All right. Wayne Stein of St. Charles Catholic. A brief time out here when we return. Brother Martin, looking good. Crusaders. Back to the playoffs, coming off of a state championship game run a year ago. We'll talk to Coach Mark Bonice when we continue in a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your engine better with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil, only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec High Mileage is formulated for today's engines with over 75,000 miles. Now get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Chase Inc. Business Premier Card is made for people who make things happen, like me. I'm Sam, founder and CEO of Manifest, a product design company that makes everyday products design smarter. I get 2.5% cash back on purchases of $5,000 or more, plus unlimited 2% cash back on all other purchases, which helps us make more smart ideas into a brilliant reality. The Inc. Business Premier Card. Learn more at chase.com forward slash business premier. Chase for business. Make more of what's yours. Real business owner compensated for their participation. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Any member FDIC. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus. Compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. The leaves are changing. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And you know what that means? It's time to start making your list and checking it twice. 
pro tip, if you're planning to propose this holiday season, it's time to design the perfect ring now. Every Diamonds Direct engagement ring is handcrafted to perfection, which takes time. So don't wait. Start designing your dream ring today. Our experts will make you feel at ease as they educate and guide you to create that one-of-a-kind ring you're envisioning. Our industry-leading warranties will give you total confidence. And as always, our nationwide price guarantee will ensure you get the very best value. Plus, Diamonds Direct has a gift even Santa can't beat. Buy any natural diamond at Diamonds Direct and get a 14-karat gold solitaire setting free. Beat the rush, shop in November, and make this holiday season one to remember. Diamonds Direct, on Suburban Avenue next to Lakeside Mall. Proud partner of Tulane Athletics and proud to call the Big Easy home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, and Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgater Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? All are welcome by calling 504-260-1061 to talk all sports, all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Well, the Martin Crusaders made a run of the state championship game in uh, Select Division One a year ago. The Crusaders are back in the playoffs and certainly with a bye and maybe a top four seed now by virtue of a 24-6 win over St. Augustine at Tag Romley Stadium last night. Game started a little late waiting for officials, but it was worth the wait for the Crusaders as Coach Mark Bonis joins us now to talk about it. First and foremost, Coach, congratulations. You got yourself another good district win. And it looks like you got yourself not only a bye, but maybe a top four seat. Yes, that's what it looks like. First of all, thanks for having me this morning, and I uh, really appreciate that. But that's what it looks like. We think, uh, think we've secured the four seat. That's pretty cool. I mean, talk about how you did it. I mean, you, last night, you, you know, this was, a, I think, pretty much an indication of what your team is. Efficient on offense, not overwhelming, but efficient, and surprisingly Good on defense. I say that because you graduated a lot of players on defense from yeah, last year's team, but your defense has been good. They've, they've been great all year. Real, you know, talked to the team last night after our game. Just, uh, you know, been been real proud of them all, you know, all season long. We uh, graduated a lot of key guys last year, and, and um, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people would have thought, you know, at the end of the season, hey, we'd be, you know, 7-3, and three, top four seed, and um, time for second in the district, you know. But our guys bought in. We told them that they had – an opportunity to have a special season, um, and they really exhibited, you know, a, a tremendous, tremendous work ethic. They bought into to everything that we have, uh, that we've given to them, and and um, like we told them last night, is that it's because of their hard work and, um, you know, them buying into our program principles and our and our football creed that uh, you know we sit here in this position. So I'm really, really proud of proud of our guys, and uh, like you said, our defense, man, they they played well all year. Um, you know, proud of proud of them, and, and happy. You know, our, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have such a great staff. Um, you know, been together for for quite some time. We've added some guys that have played for us on that staff, and that is, uh, 
you know, it's extremely important to our success. And I was telling that to our coaches before the game last night as well as after. And, um, you know, and then, and, and like I said, we're, uh, we, we, we're blessed to be in a position we're in right now. Ed? Ken, he's talked for a minute and a half and hasn't said the word process once. Nope. Aren't no. you incredibly proud of him? I'm very proud got of a couple him. Of syn- I got a couple of synonyms to use today with that, you know? He's See? prepared. Prepared. <laughs> he knew he, he knew we were gonna come at him, so he's he's got something for us. What do you have, man? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I wanted to ask I wanted to ask you about uh, Seth Dezet. I mean, look, uh, he was thrust into the situation last year, you know, the, and he did a good job. You know, stage was a little large in the championship game, but as this season has gone on, it started off okay, but it's gotten better and better. He made a couple of big throws in the win over Rummel. Uh, he makes a couple of big throws for touchdown passes last night. Just talk about uh, where he's at, the progress he's made, and how important that is to your team. Well, as I've, as I've spoke, you know, in years past, we really like guys that are, that are multiple-year guys, you know, two, three, sometimes four-year guys. And, um, you know, as, as, as his time progresses, you know, last year we really asked him to, to manage, you know, manage games, uh, put us in good situations. Um, and then, you know, in that championship game last year, we got behind. We really put him in a bad situation where, you know, as him being a young starter, we were asking him to, to try to win, you know, to, we, we put the ball in his hands. And I don't think he was, he really wasn't quite ready for that yet just because he was a youngin. You know, but, you know, you can see that he's got all kinds of great tools. Um, he really is. He's, um, you know, I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of things that he brings to the table. And you really have seen the maturation process, you know, for him. You know, from like you said, week one all the way till now. Now he's in a spot where he he can lead us and be a guy that that you know we put the ball in his hands and say, hey, go uh, go make some throws and win this football game. I, you know, I'm really proud of him. Um, you know, in the way he has matured and you know into the quarterback that he is growing into. Um, like you said, he's he's had some really really big throws for us here on the last uh, last couple weeks. And I'm just excited to continue working with him. I'm excited to see his growth. And um, you know, once again, I mean, he's you know he's got this season. He's got a whole other you know whole other season that we uh, that that we get to see him grow. And he's got a bright. I really believe he's got a bright future ahead of him. And coach, when you uh, look back at last year and you get to the dome, is there a a really good residual from that that you can carry over to the next year, or do you think that's that was last year, and this is this year. I mean, I think every every season's different. You know, you can look, um, you can use that as motivation. You know, um, you know, prior to that, I believe it had been, you know, I believe it had been six, you know, six of the last, you know, six of the of the nine years we had been to the semifinals, and um, you know, you start to question things a little bit, and so you know, making it to the game, you know, last year, you know, just. Um, you know, it allows your guys to sit there and say, hey, I mean, what we're doing, you know, keep keep plugging away what you're doing, um, good stuff, you know, and, and, and eventually is, uh, it's, it's, it's going to get you to that. I think, you, I think you're able to point to that and point to the years past, you know, to let our guys know what we're asking of them, um, you know, will allow them to have success. Um, but as for, I mean, you, you really can't, I, I don't believe you can sit there and dwell, you know, in the season before you learn from your mistakes. You know, and um, you take the things that helped you find success, and you try to expand on those, and you and you look at the things that 
you know, that, that you need to improve on. And, and obviously during the off season and, and into the season, you're, you're working to improve on those, you, you, you know, on those things constantly, you know, you, it's always, you know, like, you know, as, as you know, it's all, it's all about a process. There you go. Okay. There you so, go. Got it. <laughs> G minus nine minutes and counting. And, wow. and, he, and he, he went there. He went I did, there. I did. <laughs> all right, Mark. So, you know, getting a buy and, you know, I, I, I keep in touch with you occasionally. And of course, I keep in touch with my uh, very close friend on your staff. And, and I know you've had some guys banged up. And uh, this buy would seem to be very, very advantageous for you and your program at this point in time. I, I can tell you this. In years past, I have been uh, – I'm not a big fan of the buy, right? It's uh, something that – especially when, when at the end of the season when you're, you know, you're starting to put things together – um, I, and I, especially being an offensive-minded coach, I mean, you just and, and us offensively, what we do, and t- based on timing, you, you you get a little nervous about it. But I can tell you this: for the first time, you know, since since I've been coaching, we really need this buy. You know, going into last night's game, uh, we had 19 guys, um, 19 guys, and I say guys, 19 starters or contributors that have, that were out, and um, that's never happened to us before. Um, so the buy comes at a really good time, but also. You know, once again, I've got to rave about our players. I've got to rave about our coaches. They found a way to find success throughout the year, you know, with those injuries. You know, uh, what, what it has allowed us to do is allowed us to create depth at spots with young guys. And the one thing I do love to see is I love seeing young guys, you know, on the field as early as possible. We've had a lot of freshmen that played for us this year, a lot of sophomores that have played for us this year. And so uh, it's, you know, we've been able to weather that storm, you know, and, uh, in, you know, in the midst of that, you know, we, we've been able to create depth. And, you know, like I said, it's always great getting those young guys who are, who are working their butts off at practice, getting those guys in and allowing them to see what it's like to play on Friday night. Ed? Well, Coach, we're pulling for you. We hope you have a lot of success. And um, congratulations on a great season. I've gotten a chance to, to watch your team play a couple of times this year. And, you guys do a great job. You guys play the game the right way, and I mean that sincerely. That really means a lot. I really appreciate that, Mr. Daniels. Well, it's factual, and obviously it's a good opportunity. And I know you never want to talk about opponents. You look ahead, and our, you know, Hunter Bauer, our partner with GoPreps with Crescent City Sports, projects you fourth and Alexandria 13th. So, hey, you know, you just go play who you're going to play, and You'll start looking at that soon to figure that out once we know the exact pairings tomorrow. But that's what it looks like at this point, anyway. That, that's that's it's uh and it's a matchup Alexandria versus Bonneville. Is that correct in the first round? Yes, that's what it looks like. Yep. Okay, great. Yeah, that's uh that's what we were that's what we were told. And uh, you know, like I said, the big thing for us this week is enjoying this week and trying to get healthy. So uh, we're gonna enjoy you enjoy the you know our. our that's the regular season, and we'll get back to work, I'm sure, on Tuesday. But I can't tell y'all, thank y'all enough for what y'all do for for all sports, but high school sports. And, you know, thanks for having me on this morning. Well, right, good. And a, and a final thought, Coach. Just I know uh, Coach Curtis has reached out to you personally about some things, and, and you compete like crazy, and you might not like everything that's done, but uh, I know, you, you know you've expressed uh, – uh, congratulations to him about what was accomplished on the field, and, and I know that's genuine. It is, and uh, you know, obviously they're successful on the field and uh, speaks for itself. And what they do, you know, or, you know what they have done. Him, um, you know, I sent him this uh, last week after after they beat us. What you know, what he and his staff have done, um, you know, over the years for all for all the young men that they've coached says a lot. 
and their success says a lot, you know, to um, to their hard work and, and, and to the care and concern of, of the young men in their program. Mark Moniz, head coach of the Brother Martin Crusaders, in good shape heading to the playoffs off of a 24-6 win over St. Augustine. Mark, congratulations. Thanks for the time. Uh, go try to relax a little bit. Spend some time with family. Smile a little bit. Have a good meal. Get a little bit of sleep. And then get back to the process, okay? That sounds great. Thank you all once again for having me on. I hope you all have a great day. <laughs> all right, buddy. Bye, Thank you. you coach Mark Boney's uh, Brother Martin High School. All right, we'll take a time out here. It's 504-260-1061. The number to call, the Tulane Green Wave, back in conference play in the American Athletic Conference against East Carolina. We'll talk about that next. Still to come, extensive conversation on LSU-Alabama and the Saints and Bears, the Pelicans and Hawks. All of that. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. The Three Tailgater Show. Ken and Ed continues in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B. B-E-L.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company. Our pets are our loved ones and also our best friends. When they pass away, New Orleans Pet Cremation Service will handle everything for you. We offer 24-hour home removal as well as free pickup from your local veterinary hospital. Pet cremation starting as low as $199. Simply give us a call at 504-218-5554 or go to NewOrleansPetCremation.com. 
That's NewOrleansPetCremation.com. Celebrating life. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Life is where preparation meets the unexpected. Law enforcement will always be our primary focus. However, we cannot do it alone. Join our family in the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. We are currently looking for patrol deputies, correctional officers, and dispatchers where you can help make a difference. JPSO prides themselves on making the parish safe for citizens and their families. Please go to JPSO.com to find out how to take the next step. This isn't just a career. You become part of a much larger family. For 17 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field of the Caesar Superdome during the 2023 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl on Saturday, December 16th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. The Tulane Green Wave back in American Athletic Conference play at East Carolina, 2.30 this afternoon. It's on ESPNU. Green Wave, a... Prohibitive favorite, now ranked 21st in the country. This place has not been kind to Tulane. Uh, certainly the 2021 game was pretty ugly to even think about again, but this is a different year. These are different teams. Tulane is a prohibitive favorite uh, against a football team that has struggled. All right, Ed, so the, the focus for Willie Fritz, again, we've talked about it. They become the hunted rather than the hunter, uh, but the focus this week, and he said it, was based on what they're going to do coming out of halftime because this has been a real struggle really all season when you think about yeah. it, it happening against Ole Miss it was the first time when they actually had the lead at halftime of course they had no they didn't have their quarterback but still but then most recently in the last three games it's been a continuous issue I don't know if it's a matter of focus a matter of adjustments a little bit of both but that's got to change and he addressed that this week he did I was standing right there when he was talking about it Kenny and uh, there's no doubt that that is a uh, a big focus of what they're doing I, I don't really know if he knows all the answers. And he's around that team. That's his life. He's there all the time. But I, I think he's going to try to place some emphasis. What he says he's going to do is have a full warm-up there at, at halftime and get his guys uh, ready and dialed in to play. And I, I think also, too, you know, the one thing that uh, Tulane has, has got to get used to is that, you know, especially these new teams that come to the league, and that's not mm -hmm. East Carolina. But these new teams that come to this league have heard all, all about the fact that they're not very good and it's in the league. And I think they're getting everybody's, you know, everybody's best effort. The one thing I, I will say about East Carolina is, is that they are 1-7, and it's getting late in the season. And if you wonder if two on them today, that it might, uh, you know, snap them a little bit. 
But I, I don't think Tulane's going to going to fall asleep today because a lot of the guys are on this team now. Remember, remember getting beat there, fifty-two twenty-nine, two years ago, and believe me, the game was not as close as the score indicated. It was a it was a total thrashing, and uh, Willie Fritz referred to it this week. Said that was the worst game he's had as a Tulane head coach. So, you know, I I think they're going to cover today. I understand all the concern about what's going on with their with their third quarter performances uh, all year, but um, I don't think that's going to be an issue today. I don't either. I suspect they'll be in good shape in this game, playing well. Makai Hughes has been consistently good for this football team. He's really given them that running dimension that they absolutely needed. You know, a couple of injuries last week. We'll see how that manifests itself. But, you know, regardless, they would seem simply to have better players. And let's see if that focus pays off. You know, what we're looking for for Tulane, uh, from Tulane, is to play that complete game. You know, that's what we haven't seen by and large. The capability is there. It sounds like criticism, but it's not. That's, that's what Willie Fritz has said as well. And we're saying that, and yet this team is 7-1, and one, which tells you where this program is right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, it's good to have those problems, but it is a little disconcerting uh, to watch the game and figure, well, you know what, they're in, they're in, they're in good shape there. And then have to, have to have it go down to the last possession. Um, you know, there's an uncomfortableness about that. And frankly, you wonder – you know, eventually, if that doesn't catch up with you at some point, because it could very easily. And, uh, you know, I think you just got to be, uh, I, I know he, he's, he's, he thinks, tries to think of everything, trying to coach everything he can this week to, to, uh, to, uh, you know, remedy the issue. And I'll be curious to see what they do. Michael Pratt, where do you see him at right now? He had a great first half last week, not as good in the second half, but, Again, uh, healthier, running more, running better. Uh, I just see him getting better as the season progresses, barring any further injury complications. Yeah, I think he missed a throw last week that he'd like to have back, but, I mean, that's, that's nitpicking. The, guy, the guy's been really good. He's got the highest completion percentage of his career. And, you know, I, I find it interesting that the transfer rumor comes up again this week. That's Where ridiculous. in the world is I mean, in the, in the, at the end of October, middle of November – is that stupid? Yeah. I mean, is that is that somebody's website or Twitter account that they they <laughs> desperately need followers or whatever? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, and then and then I get an alert on my phone that Michael Pratt denies transfer rumors. Yeah, right. Okay? I, I, and, I, and I'm I'm I'm, get, I'm getting an alert on my phone, a Google alert, and I'm like, you know, I, I don't know, Kenny. I mean, there's some there's some un, unseemly things that go on that. Uh, you know, and you and I have talked about this many times. That I don't know. Whatever. Well, I mean, there's no guarantees playing college football anyway next year. I mean, it's just it's no, kind of I mean, redi- look, it's kind of I, ridiculous. You know, I, I think you know, I he could be at the East West Shrine game. He could be at the yeah. Senior Bowl. Um, he could be at another school. He could. He, he has that uh, availability. But I, I think he wants to go play in the NFL. And I do too. and and I don't really know if he came back another year. Would, would he improve his stock? Yeah, I mean, that's the question that you ask. I mean, the projections are going yeah. to be there. And, you know, and obviously the player will have people he consults with and, you know, and, and has to make a decision. I think, uh, personally speaking, if he's a third or fourth round guy, he probably goes. If he's any less than that, he might think about returning. 
Right. And you know what? Look, um, you know, Russell Wilson left North Carolina State and went to, went to Wisconsin for a year. Is that right? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever. Look, if that's what he decided to do and he went to a Power 5 school for a year, you know, the only thing I would do is wish him well. Because, uh, I mean, the guy has been uh, an incredible uh, attribute for uh, Tulane University football. He'll go down as, as the winningest quarterback in school history. I mean, you know, if they win today, that's 20 wins in two years. No Tulane team has ever done that, okay? No Tulane mm-hmm. team has ever done that, ever put that kind of total together. So, I mean, he'll go down as a giant winner and a guy who made a lasting impression not on the, only on the program, but on the on the on the record book. And hey, no matter what his decision is, I wish him well because uh, he's been he's been a lot of fun to watch play. And Saturdays have been better and more fun because of him. Without a doubt, you know I think that the biggest thing otherwise for Tulane is being a little bit more consistent on defense because they've given up plays on defense in the last few weeks. Uh, not something we were accustomed to seeing previously. So maybe a little bit more consistency there as well. I mean, that's, that's kind of. Sorry, Kenny. They, they haven't been getting as close to yeah. the quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I think their quarterback pressure the last couple of weeks, I think they got to ramp that up a little bit, you know, and uh, they got to make the quarterback a little more, uh, you know, uncomfortable. And uh, to me, um, they certainly are capable of doing that because, I mean, you know, they, they play a lot of defensive linemen. And, and those guys, I think, would probably tell you that the last few weeks haven't been their best. And, and they've got a lot of ability there, and they've got to step it up. I agree. I think they're in a position right now where this is a game, with all due respect, they should win. This is a game where... With all due respect, you tried to get the things right that haven't been necessarily right on a consistent basis in recent weeks because you've got some tougher challenges forthcoming. And I think it's important to right the ship, to put yourself in that position so that you are positioned well to get where you need to get. Because if you look at the remaining schedule, Tulsa, uh, you know, again, you've had some issues with them over the years, but should win. At home, Florida Atlantic's on the road. And then, of course, the big game with UTSA, who, by the way, has gotten better and better as the season has gone on. Because here's the other part of it, Ed. You know, the, 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 the New Year's Six games. We saw the initial college football playoff rankings come out this weekend. Tulane was a slot ahead of Air Force, which is gigantic because that's the position you need to be in to be that team and to be that program to play in one of those games. You know, the thing I like about the college football rankings, if you go back and look at what they've done here, I mean, uh, I thought they did a really solid job and they did take into account strength of schedule. And I think who you play is important. And, you know, I think Air Force's number was, power number was on the schedule. Their schedule rating was 236. So, you know, I don't want to say they're being penalized for it, but they're they're not being helped by it, all right? And... um you know, two lanes ahead of them, even though they have a loss and Air Force does not. So the path is there for them to, to play in a New Year's Six Bowl. And if they did that for a second consecutive year, that would be – you thought last year was groundbreaking. To be able to do that again would be incredible. Yeah, listen, no doubt about it. It puts them in a great position 
Uh, and Tulane has an opportunity uh, very clearly to win double-digit games again, to win a conference championship title again, and to play in a New Year's Six Bowl game again. I mean, those things are all in front of them. That's the goal. We said it all along. We said they would be favored in the rest of their games. They will be. Uh, they won't be easy. Uh, they've got to show up and play the game and play well today and, like I said, get themselves right for what's to come because, you know, a trip to Florida Atlantic won't be easy and, of course, a game with UCSA won't be easy. Then a conference championship game won't be easy. So uh, mm -hmm. the goal right now is to get better because they haven't put that complete game together. Yeah, and, you know, and the goal, too, is to be able to play that conference championship game at home. Without a doubt. And there's, there's, a, uh, there's, a, there's a laundry list of American athletic tiebreakers that I was looking at this week, that the uh, league office sent to me. And I've got, I've got to pull that out of my email and save it. But um, there's, a, there's a list of, of things that go on during a tie break, and it, that could become very important because uh, they don't play SMU. So there's not going to be a head-to-head. -head. So, uh, you know, I know SMU still has uh, Memphis coming up. And um, at Memphis, that might be a tough game, but – you know, it could it could potentially boil down to uh, Tulane and SMU at the end of the year. Yeah, it's certainly starting to look that way as much as anything. SMU looks like a pretty good football team. So stay tuned. All right, we're glad you're with us this morning. It's the Three Tailgaters Show. Ed Daniels, Ken Trahan, Rudy Dixon, our producer. It's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. We'll take a timeout here when we continue following this brief break. We'll talk about the big game in Tuscaloosa, LSU-Alabama. Still to come, Saints and Bears, Pelicans and Hawks. On this Saturday morning show, the Three Tailgaters Show, a tradition here on Nash Icon, 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your engine better with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil, only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec High Mileage is formulated for today's engines with over 75,000 miles. Now get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $34.99. Limits apply. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Chase Inc. Business Premier Card is made for people who make things happen, like me. I'm Sam, founder and CEO of Manifest, a product design company that makes everyday products design smarter. I get 2.5% cash back on purchases of $5,000 or more, plus unlimited 2% cash back on all other purchases, which helps us make more smart ideas into a brilliant reality. The Inc. Business Premier Card. Learn more at chase.com forward slash business premier. Chase for business. Make more of what's yours. Real business owner compensated for their participation. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions on limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Any member FDIC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts, tools, accessories, and supplies quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store, or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. 
till you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. This week at Target, you'll find different early Black Friday deals. Get fun deals on the latest tech, toys, and video games. Plus smart deals on small appliances, floor care, and so much more. At Target, you'll discover different early Black Friday deals each week. And get what you need for the holidays fast with free drive-up or score free shipping when you spend $35 or use your red card at Target.com. Get low prices and early Black Friday deals only at Target. Exclusions apply. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show now. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. LSU Tigers, of course, at Tuscaloosa. That's where Ed's heading right now to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. And LSU, depending on what you're looking at, a three to three and a half point underdog uh, against the, the Tide. So it's a, it's a very close matchup. And Ed, I've gone over this over and over and over again all week long and still have a hard time coming up with a winner in this one. Now, here's what I see. LSU has the better quarterback. LSU has the better offense. Alabama has the better defense. Alabama's defensive line is very good. Alabama can still run the ball pretty well, but not great. Alabama can throw the ball fairly well, but not great. Alabama gives up sacks, but LSU hasn't been great at pressuring the passer. So when I come right down to it, does this come down to the kicking game? I mean, that's what the the odds say, a three-point game. I mean, maybe, just maybe, the kicking game decides this. Well, I mean, look, I think 
you know, Ramos has been has been very good, but mm-hmm. the uh, the guy from Alabama is elite. I mean, yes, he's, he's great. He's, yep, he's a great kicker. I mean, you got you got to give credit where credit is due, and he's awesome. So he made a big kick in Baton Rouge last year. Yeah, I don't think he hit it all that well, but he still knocked it in from like what forty eight yards or yep. whatever to uh, to, and that was a huge kick in the fourth quarter. So, look, I mean, I think you're right. I that's what, to me which makes it so intriguing. You know, I'd feel a lot better about it if LSU had Zion Alexander. Uh, I think he was starting to play better. And what's unfortunate about he gets hurt for turning a Hail Mary pass at the end of the half against uh, Army. That's, you know, it's just too bad. And um, But look, you know, I, that's why I asked Brian Kelly after the Army game. And I said, you know, can you, can you, win, can you win track meet games? And, you know, LSU may have to turn it into a track meet. You know, I, I don't know. I, can they can they sustain drives 12, 13 plays um, against this, against a, not a great defense, but a good defense. A defense that's certainly more accomplished than LSU's. Listen, I mean, there's maybe, just maybe, you know, the separating factor is Alabama's at home. The revenge factor is clear after last year's uh, brutal loss for Alabama at LSU. All of those things come to mind. Uh, It's a really hard game to pick. I think if LSU wins the game, it will be because they outscore Alabama. Uh, I don't think LSU's defense has proven consistently that it's good enough to get this done. Has it played better in recent weeks? Sure. I think the opposition has had something to do with that. Uh, But I do think that they've improved. That's the good news. The bad news is the secondary's chopped up. Not that it was very good to begin with, but it had been playing a little bit better. And Alexander in particular had been yeah. playing better. So now you're left without that. Wingo's not there either. Obviously, he's a leader. You'd love to have him. By the way, everybody on ESPN, Big Alabama, everyone. Uh, so there's that. That'll be uh, – that's, well, that's nice good. motivation. That's nice that's motivation. That's good. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a little nervous if any of them were picking LSU. I mean, I I think that's a, that's a blessing. So – you know, look, and I can understand why people are picking Alabama, but, you know, look, um, I, I think that uh, there's a there's a confidence on the LSU football team that that uh, they're going to be able to get it done tonight. Now, does that translate to the game? I don't know, Kenny. I mean, to me, you know, the one thing over the years is that in this series is that when LSU's had an edge at quarterback, they've won against them. Matt Flynn was definitely a difference maker. He was he was much better than John Parker Wilson in 2007. The 2011 game was I, I don't know. I mean Jordan Jefferson uh, did a solid job. I think he probably outplayed McCarron a little bit uh, that day. And then in 19, you know, Joe Burrow. And then 2022, Jaden Daniels. I mean. You know, Jaden Daniels was the equal or the better of Bryce Young last year. Jaden Daniels was spectacular in that game because not only and, – and, and give Nick Saban credit this week. He said, look, the guy killed us last year. And he's absolutely right because the one thing Jaden Daniels did – well, he did several things. Number one, he made big plays. Number two, with his feet, when they were blitzing him like crazy, Kenny, he was able to avoid negative plays. And – you know, if Alabama comes in him and blitzes him a lot today and they play single coverage against those receivers, uh, you know, I to me that would be a very daring approach if they decided to do that. 
Yeah, I do. I agree. Look, I mean, I think there's a lot here. Uh, the Alabama defense has been able to slow down opponents. Look, they stopped, they stopped Ole Miss in the second half. And, and Ole Miss, I wouldn't equate Ole Miss's offense as being quite as good as LSU, but Ole Miss has a good offense. And Alabama shut them down in the second half, and they did it in Tuscaloosa, which is where the Tigers are playing today. When LSU won there with Joe Burrow in 2019, they outscored them. I mean, 46-41. And LSU had a much better defense then. Of course, Alabama had better, much better quarterback there and Tua Tagovailoa. That's just not to take away from Milrow. I think Milrow's gotten better in recent weeks at just watching it and looking at it. I think he's improved. He throws the deep ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously mobile. So for LSU, I think it's, it's clearly getting pressure up the middle, uh, disrupting him. I think that's what it's all about. Now, first of all, you can't allow Alabama to run the ball with any great success if that happens, and that sets up everything. But otherwise, I think it's about getting pressure up the middle uh, to be able to, you know, to really impact Milrow and get him off his spot. I think that's kind of what you're looking at. Turnovers are always huge, but I don't expect LSU's defense to stop Alabama. What LSU's defense has to do is slow them down, get enough stops, keep them in the 20s, if not the low 30s. If that happens, LSU can win. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I you know I think LSU is going to have to get at least 30 to win the game, though. Um, you know, I, I don't know about um, I don't know about Milrow. I, you know, I think Milrow's definitely improved, but he hasn't been much of a runner lately, Kenny. And he's no. been sacked a bunch. I mean, he, 30, 31 times, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but yep. he's been sacked fifteen times in the last three games. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, but the but he there's he's clearly Alabama's best option at quarterback, and I don't really all the things that that happened during the season. One of the things that confounds me is how they decided to go to the other two guys for yeah. that South Florida game. Because they almost blew that game, okay? That game almost wrecked their season. And and they were going to the other two guys who clearly, <coughs> excuse me, who clearly are not better than Milrow. I don't get that. So, and look, you know, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know a hill of beans about, about Tommy Reese. But, you know, maybe LSU – can take advantage of him as a coordinator today. Maybe he's he's not as experienced as he needs to be, and and maybe that can be an edge. I know it sounds strange considering LSU's plight in the secondary, but LSU has to make Alabama throw the ball. I mean, uh, I, that's it. I mean, LSU's got to be able to, to slow down, if not stop the run, and they've got to make Alabama throw the ball. I, I don't think Milrow's great in that capacity. I do think he throws a good deep ball, as I mentioned, but – I don't think their receiving core is as elite as it's been. Its offensive line, speaking of Alabama, certainly isn't as good as it's been. Running backs are good, but not great. Uh, I just think that it's not the elite talent that we are used to seeing from Alabama. It's still good to very good talent, but not elite. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think they were, they were looking at, at last year as the year that they were going to they were going to uh, they were going to be back in the, in the championship and, you know, they had two elite players. They had Will Anderson and Bryce Young. But I don't when you know, when when they were dominant in that stretch there, they were they were dominant on the line. And and I don't know if they're that anymore. And uh, you know, this is a huge test for LSU's offensive line. And if they handle it today, they handle their business tonight, then I I think they're uh the pecking order of where they are in offensive lines in this country, I think the perception of them as a group would go up dramatically if they were to have success 
tonight. Well, I mean, I think LSU's offensive line, that is the other key to the game. How good is it? Uh, when they played Florida State, they weren't good enough. You know, they've been good enough in every other game, but Alabama's strength, as I see it, maybe the best part of Alabama's team is its defensive front. I think that's, that's the best part of this Alabama team. So that lies, that puts the, the whole responsibility squarely on the LSU offensive line and how it is going to perform. At least that's my perception of what I've seen from Alabama. I think its defensive front is good. I do. Yep, I agree with you. So how does this line perform? I mean, I think that's going to go a long way toward well, determining. Well, I mean, you know, look, and they're, and they're getting Emory Jones back too. So, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a, a, a big part of it. And, you know, look, the, the thing that, the thing that uh, you know, Brian Kelly's always been able to do, Kenny, I think that uh, you look at their offensive line, he, I think he's a coach that understands the, the, uh, the importance of that. He's put a lot of guys in the NFL who have made a lot of money you know, including uh, Quentin Nelson and McGlinchey. And, you know, that's what he's trying to develop with these guys. And I think I think their future is pretty bright there. Jaden Daniels, right now I'm looking at the odds. He's third. Uh, the odds of him winning the Heisman Trophy, he's third right now. You know, and uh, McCarthy's ahead of him. Penix is ahead of him. And he's third. Uh, and he's got better numbers than both of those guys against a much better schedule. Michigan's schedule so far has been bad, and uh, and you know, and Penix leads the nation in passing yards. He's got about 300 more passing yards, or a little more than Jaden Daniels. But I think he's got minus nine rush yards yes. this year, and Jaden Daniels has got over 500. So uh, you know, look, I think right now I've watched. I haven't watched Penix a lot. I've watched him some. Yeah. But to me, Jaden Daniels is the best player in America right now. Now, if 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 they win tonight, well, I think you're going to see some of those Heisman odds change. And I'm a big fan of J.J. McCarthy. I think he's a big winner. And the guy's done a great job for Michigan. But let's be honest, so far, Michigan's played nobody. No, they haven't. And we all know that for all intents and purposes, Joe Burrow won the Heisman Trophy at Tuscaloosa in 2019 so this could be a situation where history repeats itself because if LSU is going to win this game it's going to be on the shoulders of Jaden Daniels having a big game and scoring a lot of points oh for sure I mean you know look I think Burrow was 31 of 39 in that game for like 370 and he also ran for like 50 or 60 yards in the game and you know that 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 keep on the zone read around the left end late in the game was a, was an awfully big play. And he made that one and, you know, give Brad Nessler a lot of credit. He said, this might be a Heisman moment. And I think yeah. he was right on it there. Cause that was a, that was absolutely the perfect call on that. That was a, a, a great synopsis of, of what was happening at that time. And, you know, I mean, look, these are the games where you not only, you know, craft your perfection. I mean, your perception as a, as a, as a team, but as an individual as well. No, I agree. I think it's there's a lot on the line here, obviously. And if LSU wins the game, they're still squarely in the mix to to make the the college football playoff. I mean, if they won out, including winning the SEC championship game, I think they could get in. And brought up Michigan too. And yes, JJ McCarthy's very good. But I wonder with everything happening regarding Michigan right now, if that's going to impact uh, the the view of an individual. 
like McCarthy, or do you think that's not a factor at all? Uh, you know, it might. I mean, I mean, it might. Uh, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, I'm going to sound provincial here. If that was happening in the South, it would be a major scandal, even bigger than it is up there. If that was, if that was LSU or Alabama, or uh, or University of Florida or Auburn, it would be all those cheaters in the SEC. But when they're in the Big Ten, they're perceived differently. It's, it's kind of a holier-than-now league. And, and so are a lot of the people who cover that league and, 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 and have votes and all of those things. So I don't know if it would hurt a guy from Michigan. You know, well, I know one thing. I know yeah. one thing. If Rod Woodson was on – or Charles Woodson. If Charles Woodson was on, was on Tennessee and Peyton Manning was playing for Michigan, Peyton Manning would have won the Heisman. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, that was uh, a disservice uh, to this day, I believe, well, taking I mean, nothing that was away a, that was a, from Charles that was Woodson. But a, that was nothing but a campaign job by ESPN, okay? And and because because they got all kind of Michigan people working for them, all right? Let's be honest about it. And but and but I, as I as I've said before, and it's 25 years later, ain't no doubt. If, if Woodson was playing for Tennessee and Peyton was playing for Michigan, Peyton would have won the Heisman going away because he was playing at Michigan. So I, I don't know how much Michigan's going to be penalized or not. I know there's been a lot of erroneous reporting about what is going on up there, and I don't think that's good either. I think the best thing to do there is just to let it see it, you know, let it play out uh, as to, you know, what's going to happen there. I don't know. The analyst resigns, of course. Uh, as if he was the only one complicit in this and nobody else knew, right? Uh, of course, the, uh, the athletic directors of the conference gathered this week and overwhelmingly uh, asked the league to step in and, and, you know, and take action against Michigan, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. It's really incumbent upon the NCAA to do so. And then there's uh-huh. the Jim Harbaugh watch, whether or not his contract extension will take place or not. Who knows? Some speculating maybe this is the time that he gets out and goes to the NFL, but... You know, it's pretty interesting because you, you get reaction from people and it's like, well, you think they're the only ones that do that. That has nothing to do with what has happened. If you did something and it's against the rules and you're caught doing it, that's what matters. Whether you think someone else is doing this or not isn't really applicable. If they are, reveal the evidence and get something done about it. That said... What Michigan has done is clearly off the rails. It's wrong, and it's coming from a coach and a program that have been very, very vocal about rules and about advantages that others have and everything else. So I think it's pretty interesting. Look, Harbaugh is one of those guys that you, at the same time, uh, you like and respect and you loathe at times just based upon the way he is. That's the kind of character he is. Well, I mean, look, the one thing I'll say about Harbaugh is is that you know, he's a pretty accomplished dude. You know, he, he got to the he got to the Super Bowl as an NFL coach, and he he beat. Look at what he's done. He beat. He changed the paradigm for Stanford against USC. Mm-hmm. You think Stanford would take him back? He changed oh the paradigm for Stanford against USC of all people. Then he goes to the uh, he goes to the NFL and goes to the Super Bowl and. It took him a while, but he's changed the paradigm against Ohio State. I mean, they, they beat him two years ago, and then last year they whacked him. 
They dominated him. So, I mean, the guy, you got to give the guy uh, his, his due for, for being an accomplished coach. But you know what? If, if, if the rule says that you can't attend, you know, a uh, opposing team's game and you're doing that and you're videotaping, well, I mean, if that's allegedly what happened and that's proven that that happened, well, then I, I think there's got to be some kind of penalty, don't you? I would think so. I mean, I, I can't imagine there won't be. I mean, right. I don't know how but, you, you know, I mean, escape I mean, that. look, the Ohio State people hate Michigan more now than they did two years ago. And that's because of Jim Harbaugh, because they had owned Michigan for years. I mean, it was a long time between victories for Michigan in that series. And they won the last two. And they'll be favored again this year against Ohio State. And, you know, you got to, um, you, you got to, you got to, you got to give the man credit. You know, he's without a doubt. He's not, he's not, you know, he's not without, without, you know, notches on his vest. No, he's proven himself unquestionably to be an extremely good football coach. And now we'll see whether this merits punishment, whether it merits him thinking about going to the next level once again. It's the three tailgater show, Ken and Ed. And again, the number to call 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Still to come, we'll talk about the Pelicans. Who's playing, who's not? How do you feel about that? But when we return in just a moment, the Saints trying to get over 500 against the Bears. We'll talk about that next as we continue with more of the 3 Tailgaters show here on Shycom 1061 FM and on the web at nashfm1061.com. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope, and they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-410-6744. 800-410-6744. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. See,
better and drive safer with new bulbs from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get a better view of the road and save. Receive a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate plus two times O rewards points with the purchase of Sylvania Silver Star Ultra or select ZXE Twin Pack Bulbs. Replace your old bulbs and see better. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, I'm Cassie Young, radio personality, wife, and mother of two. Did you know less than 10% of Americans get enough fiber from diet alone? I know with my hectic schedule, I probably fall into that category. But thankfully, there are Metamucil Fiber Gummies. Metamucil Fiber Gummies are made with a prebiotic plant-based fiber blend for a delicious and easy way to increase your daily fiber intake. Each serving has 5 grams of fiber, the same as 2 cups of uncooked broccoli. You get it in just 3 tasty gummies. Try Metamucil Fiber Gummies today, the easy way to get more daily fiber. This is your weekly forum for genuine substantive talk with a focus on fairness and facts. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call 504-260-1061. New Orleans Saints at home against the 2-6 Chicago Bears. Saints are 4-4 four four tomorrow noon. Caesar Superdome Saints are more than a touchdown favorite in the game. We do not expect Justin Fields to play. He's listed as doubtful. Badgett likely to get the start at quarterback. That's been anticipated all week long. Saints coming off of by far their best offensive performance, and they've looked good offensively in the last game and a half, two and a half games. Can that continue? Well, we'll certainly find out tomorrow. Okay, Ed, so going into this game, the one thing that stands out is it looks like the Saints – are in the best shape health-wise than they've been all season long. I mean, the only guy really that we know out of this game is Ty Summers, a reserve. It looks like at this point all, all others might be available. Yeah, you know, I'm, I was looking at the injury report this week, and I was like, wow, that's, that's as good as it's been for them. And um, so, you know, look, I, I, I think things are kind of lining up for them a little bit, Kenny, here over the next two weeks. I mean, they're big favorites. Sunday against the Bears, and uh, you know the Vikings are in all likelihood against the Saints going to be starting Josh Dobbs at quarterback, who's going to be in a whole new system and a whole new offense. And um, you know, I hate to see Kirk Cousins get hurt because he was yeah. having a great year, and yep. you know you don't want to you don't want to see an Achilles injury happen to anyone. And um, you know, but. The fact that, that those things are, are lining up for them, it's lining up for them. And then after that, you know, look, they can get the six and four. They, they're going to go to Atlanta. That's going to be a jump ball game. I, I, you know, I think Atlanta made the right move going to Heineke. I think that's going to help them. It's going to help their offense. And uh, so I think that's going to be a jump ball game. And then they'll, they'll come home and play Detroit, and I think they'll be an underdog. So – you know, I, I think they've got a they've got some a chance to to get some momentum. And they had that early in the year, and then they they kind of they uh, you know they they gave it away against Green Bay with that terrible fourth quarter. Yeah, the Green Bay game was a killer, and I still say if Carr would have stayed healthy, they certainly would have won that game and found at least three more points. They didn't do it, and that's water under the bridge. You know, you people would say, well. Maybe they won one they could have lost with Tennessee. Maybe they lost one they could have won with Green Bay. I think that's probably accurate. I think that's how it works out is it evens out. They're 4-4, four and four, and that's really 
who they are. I mean, they could have been a game better, could have been a game worse, but uh, these games have been competitive. I've heard some say, well, they could have lost a Carolina game. No, they really had control of that game. Carolina scored late to make it closer. Right, but and, 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 they, really and look, the they, were, they were going to play that game a certain way because they didn't, That's right. want to, they didn't want to give Carolina a chance for a short field. So that was going to affect the way they played offensively. Definitely. They weren't going to throw the ball over the middle of the field and risk a turnover. If you look with the two big pass plays they hit in that game were, were fades, were stuffed to the, uh, to the boundary. Where, where you can't get hurt, you, you know, if you throw the ball inside, there's, there's a little more of a chance for a turnover. So I think they played that game exactly the way they had to play it to win the game. But, um, you know, I think one of the thing that, that – and you got to give Dennis Allen a lot of credit for this. The thing, the thing that's, that's, that's been, been good uh, in this situation is that um, their offensive line has improved, you know, and um, – and moving Pete to tackle has helped them. I agree. Uh, and they should he, leave him. They should leave him there for this game and don't right. think about going back to Hurst. That's my opinion. I, I think I think Pete should be there the rest of the year. Agreed. All right. Because Pete has done a great job and I know I know maligning Andrews Pete is a uh, is a um, uh, a cottage industry in New Orleans and I get it. And okay? we've done it. And we've done it. But, but I think that when you look at what Pete has done, you got to give the guy a lot of credit. He stepped in when his team really need him and needed him and played extremely well. Michael Thomas. I mean, when I looked at that Colts game right off the bat, you saw the perfect back shoulder throw from Carr that looked like Drew Brees to Thomas. Then you saw the dig route, uh, the in route to Thomas, which is impressive. The only one they haven't really perfected is the quick slant. I mean, he's thrown the ball behind him a couple of times. they got to master that. But Thomas looking like Michael Thomas again, and it, it's, been, it's been good to watch. And Rashid Shaheed making huge plays with his elite speed, uh, probably the second-fastest guy in the league right there with Tyreek Hill. And then, of course, Jawan Johnson's back. He should be healthier this week, which can help. And Derek Carr has played better, clearly, in the last few games. If Foster Morrow catches the touchdown pass, uh, we're having a much different conversation about him overall. But he's playing better, and he's getting healthier. And then, right. of course, and then, of course, there's this. And, and this, I had Mike Triplett on the show Monday night this week. Taysom Hill. When Taysom Hill has seven or more carries, you know what the Saints' record is? It's, a, it's outrageous. 17-1. and one. Yeah. 17 and one. We, yeah. I mean, I say it all the time. I've been saying it for two or three years. He needs 10 touches or more a game. Well, again, this is just further evidence. You can do anything you want with numbers, but these numbers don't lie. I mean, the guy, when he gets the ball, makes plays. I mean, even throwing in the double coverage and completing a pass to Shahid, you know, you have to credit him there. He catches pass. He runs the ball. Uh, but again, that stat's kind of hard to, to debate when you see the numbers. And, of course, yeah. when he does run the ball, he runs with a purpose. He runs with an attitude. He's fast and he's strong, and he gives you the extra blocker. So that's one to watch for as well. We said that early in the season he wasn't getting enough touches. Well, he's getting them, and when he gets them, they succeed. Yeah, I mean, look, last year, last year when he, when he played 23 or more plays in a game, we just was in the game, the Saints' record was 6-2. and two. Yep. They were a seven-win team last year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, to me, it was an overwhelming number. I was doing my, my off-season 
research looking at everything outside. And I was like, you know, you go back and look at touches and games. And it was, it was, it was crazy that, 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 that number was out there. But, you know, in the red zone, Kenny, especially on the goal line, you know, when, 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 the, when the quarterback can run the ball and it's a hat on a hat on the goal line and he's a very physical runner, that gives the Saints a tremendous advantage. Yeah, it does. Uh, very much so. So I think it's, it's definite that he makes a difference. And when he touches the football, he makes a difference. Uh, hopefully, Jawan Johnson's healthier. He can make a difference with his team as well on the offensive side. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, look, they weren't that good overall against the Colts. They need to be better. Got gassed in the run game, but they did make second-half adjustments. Have to play a little better overall uh, than what we've seen on the defensive side of the ball uh, to be effective. Yeah. Without a doubt, but you know what? Look, I, I think they have a chance to, I think they have a chance to get some momentum, and I, you know, I, I hope it, I hope it happens for them. You know, they can, they can, they can win the next two games, be six and four, and get, and get into the home stretch. You got seven games left. You know, you you can you win at least four of those, then then you're a ten win team. You you win at least five, then you're an eleven win team. You set yourself up with all kinds of possibilities. Mm-hmm. But the first thing they got to do is, you know, I'm not saying Sunday's a layup because there's no layups. No, on, on, it's on the a NFL, Sunday. right? It's, it's, and and all of these games seem to seem to, to to be close. But this is the kind of game, you know, they haven't scored back to back thirty points in a game, Kenny, since the end of the 2020 regular season. And this is the game where you know they've they've got to flex their muscles and and you know win convincingly at home, and really get some momentum. 504-260-1061, Kurt's in New Orleans. Kurt, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Good morning. How y'all doing? Fine. Doing good. Got a, got a quick question. Uh, just a quick question before my comment on Shahid. Wasn't um, he drafted as a tackle originally? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. He, you was, know, just, he, he was a tackle before he moved inside. Yeah. I mean, he was drafted, yeah, yeah. I think it was 2015 or 13. I don't know. He's yeah. so young when he came into the NFL. I think he was 21 yeah. years old. So, yeah, I mean, the guys yeah. played a lot, of, a lot of football in the NFL. But he that was yeah. his original position, left tackle. But yeah, you know what? Know. You got Kurt, you got to give the head coach, you know, the credit for making that move. Yeah. Because that yeah. move. That move is one of the best things he's done all season. And again, I know a lot of people want to, you know. And then the, the last, the last three weeks, Pete Carmichael has not been an idiot. No, and, and no. I, and I, I no. can't understand how he got so much smarter over the last three weeks. And here's why: <laughs> because the offensive line can protect the quarterback. If you go yeah. back and look at some of those games early in the season, I think Carr was feeling phantom pressure, don't you, Kenny? And he wasn't yeah, definitely up. And, yes, and lack of confidence. Yes. He looks yeah. like a guy who is comfortable because he knows the people in front of him can protect him and give Garcia credit at left guard. He's done yeah. a solid job. And yeah, and that did. that's really fixed a lot of their problems. Yeah, he had a little he had a little happy feet average early. Yeah, and, and look, don't don't fix something that's recent. Don't fix something that was broken recently, it's fixed now. My question on Shahid, you know. I compare, uh, you know, snap counts to some of my receivers on my fantasy team. It's kind of where fantasy intersects with real. It determines who I start sometimes. You know, a couple weeks ago, I see 63 and 62 snaps 
uh, for Shahid. Didn't do a whole lot. 18 snap. He blows the doors off with three catches. I understand three catches. You know, and, and I had heard, um, I think uh, Allen said after the game, you know, he, he ran a wrong route, and we're going to see on that, this and that. I'm sure he's going to play. Um, but my question is, you know, he's got the hot hand. I don't know, and I'm going to bring in Olave for a second. I don't know what's going on with, with Olave. You know, you, you, your hands, your, face, you, 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 your view is there. You look, you focus. It hits your helmet. Your hands don't come up. You know, he, he stopped on that route it looked like a couple weeks ago. Off-season issue, whatever. I don't know why. I don't know why the connection isn't there. But the connection is there for Shahid, and I, and I want to see. I just hope he does more snaps, and uh, he he makes the contested catch. You know what I'm saying? Can you comment on that? Well, I mean, I I think you know Shahid's got to play because he gives you that 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 over the top that that you you definitely need that threat in the game, and yeah. uh, and you know Chris Olave is as I think he's still their pretty their leading receiver. I think he's got like. He's on. He, he caught seventy-two passes last year, and I think he's going to catch more this year. I know. I, I just. I, I mean, like I, I understand everybody. Yeah. Everybody's kind of on his case right now, but I don't yeah. think the numbers, yeah. uh, Kurt, support that. How many games have the Saints played? What, but he, what but he's getting. But he's, but he's getting the targets. But I see, but right. I but what I'm saying is, what I'm yeah. saying is, they played it less than half a season. There's seventeen right. games, right. and I think right. Olave's got forty-five or forty-six receptions. 44. Kenny, 44. 44. Okay, 44. So yeah. if you take 44 and you t- times two on that, he's got yeah. 88. And he only had 72 last year. So I don't I, I'm, I don't know if I necessarily agree. It's a big agree. play. It's a big right. play. It's a big but play. I, yeah. But, big but play. I don't know if I necessarily agree with the, with the synopsis that somehow he's an abject failure this year. Because I, I don't think that. that yeah. Yeah, I, but yeah. but some yeah. people do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know I you're know. not saying I know. that. No, I, know. I don't. I, guess I don't yeah, think the numbers support uh, yeah. that supposition. Let's just put it that it's way. Good. It's a good point. It's a good point. I think there was so much expectation for that long connection, and 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 some of the some of the you know some of the couple drops, and I don't know. I guess uh-huh. I guess we could be so much better on offense uh-huh. at this point. If he well, was he's, on, you know, but, if but Kurt, he's, on but, but Kurt, he's a really good player, but he's not Tyreek Hill. Would you agree? No, I agree. He's, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's not a, he's not a guy. He's very fast, but he's not a guy with elite speed. Like I guess Shahid, we kind of, we, run away I guess we kind of look at him. We looked at him as a number one this year for us, and maybe we expected maybe look too much, maybe because he seemed like he was going to well, be the number one. You know, and, and you he, know. he might still be Kurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean the guy. Yeah. The guy played a year and a half, and a half in the NFL. And that's you know, right. That's right. That's right. I agree with yeah. that. That's a great point, Ed. It's a great point, Ed. Hey, go go Tigers tonight, baby. Go All Tigers right. tonight. Y'all have a great day. All right, okay, thank buddy. you. Appreciate it, Kurt. Yeah, I mean, look, here's here's what you're looking at. Last year, you know, 72 catches, 1,042 yards, four touchdowns, uh, completion percentage 60.5% on targets a year ago. This year, the completion percentage on targets 57.1%, slightly down. The average yards per catch down from 14.5 to 11.8. And so, yeah, there, there has not been the step forward that most everyone anticipated to this point. Have we reached the halfway mark of the season? Can that change? Certainly, because you still got just over half the season to go. Uh, but is he having a bad year? No. Is he having a breakout year? No. Uh, can he get better? Yes. Do they need him to get better? Yes. You know, you can't let a touchdown pass hit you in the face mask and drop it. 
you can't break off routes uh, when, when you have to keep playing uh, and, and expect good things to happen. Uh, he can get better. I think he will get better, uh, just as we've seen Derek Carr and others get better. So, yeah, he's important, and I think that uh, you'll see that, and you'll probably see even more of a focus on him trying to get him the football here uh, starting tomorrow. We'll see. But those are the numbers, and that's kind of where it's at with, with Chris Olave. And, and again, you know, the final chapter isn't written until the season's over when you analyze whether or not he's that type of player that you expected him to be. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. We'll get back to your calls. We'll talk about the Pelicans as well. And they're a game with the Hawks tonight, play-in tournament, injuries, or who's playing and who's not. Yep, we'll talk about it all when we continue here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at FM1061.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts, tools, accessories, and supplies quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store, or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. Oh, I love this restaurant. Glad we got a table quickly. What, what does that sign say? Caution, wet floor? No, right next to it. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Huh, I didn't know that. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit-forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Uses directed, keep out of reach of children. At the Home Depot, we have all kinds of trees, but the one thing they have in common is they're all made for joy. Trees that easily click together and light up automatically. Trees that connect to your phone or even keep their shape with memory wire. When you buy your artificial tree at the Home Depot, not only will you get more joy out of it, you'll be able to put more under it. Find the perfect tree for your style and space starting at $49.98 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. 
I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. The leaves are changing. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And you know what that means? It's time to start making your list and checking it twice. Pro tip, if you're planning to propose this holiday season, it's time to design the perfect ring now. Every Diamonds Direct engagement ring is handcrafted to perfection, which takes time. So don't wait. Start designing your dream ring today. Our experts will make you feel at ease as they educate and guide you to create that one-of-a-kind ring you're envisioning. Our industry-leading warranties will give you total confidence. And as always, our nationwide price guarantee will ensure you get the very best value. Plus, Diamonds Direct has a gift even Santa can't beat. Buy any natural diamond at Diamonds Direct and get a 14-karat gold solitaire setting free. Beat the rush, shop in November, and make this holiday season one to remember. Diamonds Direct, on Suburban Avenue next to Lakeside Mall. Proud partner of Tulane Athletics and proud to call the Big Easy home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Our pets are our loved ones and also our best friends. When they pass away, New Orleans Pet Cremation Service will handle everything for you. We offer 24-hour home removal as well as free pickup from your local veterinary hospital. Pet cremation starting as low as $199. Simply give us a call at 504-218-5554 or go to neworleanspetcremation.com. That's neworleanspetcremation.com. Celebrating life. Don't be shy. Join in the conversation with Ken and Ed on the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now, 504-260-1061. And let's check in with Ben, who's on the North Shore. Hey, Ben, thanks for your patience, and welcome to the Three Tailgaters Show. Good morning. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Thanks for Hey, doing call. fine. Sure thing, Good, man. Ben. Yeah, look, a couple of high school comments, uh, real quick out of the gate. You know, I, I observed this earlier this season. I'm on the North Shore, so I had my St. Paul's buddies telling me earlier this year how terrible they were going to be. Didn't have a quarterback <laughs> and all of this, and uh, look, they finished seventh in the state. But yep, se- seven home games this year. Yep, seven home games, not five, That's right. not six, but seven. And look. I'm totally 100% against the split, always have been. But that's the yep. kind of stuff that people look to and have been pointing to for many years, those unfair advantages. You got seven games out of ten at home. That's a big deal in high school football. Well, I think also, too, Ben, that, that you know, maybe some teams want to go over there and play and, 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 totally and, have, a chance, and have a chance to make some money, you know? I get it. You know, I, I understand yeah. that. So, But, look. Moving on, Car Curtis. Uh-huh. Speaking of making money, the line. I went to the game last night. Haven't been to a game at Hoss Memphis in probably a decade. Uh-huh. Uh, 
the line was outrageous. I, I don't know if this is Jefferson Parish. I'm not going to put it on the car administration. I'm assuming the Jefferson Parish people were in charge of the show last night, maybe. Uh, I know when I walked in the gate, it was a lady with West Jeff gear, I think, running the show. But to know that that big of a crowd was going to be on hand and you got one person selling tickets, I mean, some people didn't get into the game until halftime. It was absolutely outrageous. And I just thought that there could have been better coordination you know, with whoever was in charge, not the coaching staff at Carr. They got other mm-hmm. things they need to be focused on and worried about, right? But I just thought yeah, that sure. was, I, I was just blown away. I couldn't believe it, you know. But I think I think they should have had they should have had more people wanding, Ben. Yeah, because yeah, here, because right. I mean, look, and I think that's I think that's fair because look, Ben, I got there at I got there at uh, five. The traffic was a little bad. I had to do a live shot at 6:20. I got there at 5:35, okay, and I'm walking in, and I got me and my camera crew in quickly. But when I was there at 5:35, there was a long line to get in. Yeah. So yeah, you know, so just, I I get what you're saying, and I, I might even mention it uh, uh, to Mr. Nini with Jefferson Parish or even uh, uh, Coach Bryce, and just kind of you know, and I'm sure they probably heard that from other people too, and I don't really know who was in charge of that. I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the real unfortunate part about it, ultimately, you know, and I'm a car guy. I played at Berman High growing up since I was my younger days. Mm-hmm. They have to find the money. They have to find the resources to refurbish Berman, add more seating, yeah. and make it available. I mean, you've got some of the best high school talent future NFL talent playing on that field, whether it's the car kids or kids from other schools from one week to the next. And the fact that you can't have a game there because of the crowd size being an issue is just ridiculous. Well, yeah, look, look, there's, there's several, several issues there. Number one, you know, the, you know, the the scoreboard being damaged, get that fixed. The playing field's excellent. They got that, but the, the, the stands, the bleachers are well below average. Press box well below average. The reception there for cell phone is terrible, which is we try to do broadcast there and games yeah. there, and we, we just can't. We did it again uh, with the Holy Cross game. We went there to do it and had issues again, no matter what user you use. So there's a lot of challenges there, and, and Taurus Howard and Bryce Brown are class acts and good people, and they're going to they're gonna go to Haas Memphis when they have the opportunity because they know all of that is there in terms of the admission mm-hmm. last night. I can't speak to that, but all the other things are there for you. You know, good seating, plenty of seating, concessions, you know, enough parking, and obviously good lighting and a good playing field. So, yep, yeah, it was, uh, again, all of that. They, de- they deserve better. Them and Landry both. I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, last thing I'll leave y'all with. Yeah. I got to say, I was absolutely shocked earlier this week, you know, when the news came out about the 34th for JT. I, I was thinking about this last week. It even crossed my mind, like, well, what about all them games they had to forfeit those years ago? Was that part of this? Did they take that into consideration? I mean, they've been talking about this record since last season. Right. And I'm not knocking the local media, but I'm just kind of shocked. Like, how are we just now uncovering this being a, an issue two days before the game? Nobody looked into this a month ago or in August. Yep. Now you nailed it. We and talked that- about it. We talked about it earlier on the show. We've talked about it on my shows all week. Uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, you can accept whatever you accept. You think it's a record great. If you don't, that's your prerogative as long as you're respectful. Bottom line is that the timing was incredibly curious. The answer to the question is nobody was mentioning it. Nobody was going to mention it until somebody decided they were going to make a story out of it the week 
of the game. So curious timing, to say the least. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, great show. We Thank appreciate you. all y'all do for high school. All right, Ben. Keep it up. Thank you, Ben. Thank appreciate you. you. All right, I know we got to get to break, but Terry's in Slidell, so let's get to Terry. Hey, Terry, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, Ed, if you get uh, I hit the wrong button. I hit, hit Ed instead of Ed and Kenny. If you get a missed call from me, it's not. <laughs> but, uh, man, uh, it's, it's that day. You know, it's that day every year. I watched all the shows. Nobody gives LSU a chance, you know. Nope. And all that. But, hey, that's what it's all about. If they can go in, t- if they can go in there and Tuscaloosa and beat Saban for the second time, you know, not a team can never do that. And so... I hope they can do it. I don't know. But I got an idea they're going to pull it out tonight. Well, I got uh, I got two young ladies here. Uh, they're not as young as they used to be, Terry, but I got two young ladies in the car with me who uh, each have one purple eyeball and one gold, okay? And one of them has a shirt on that says, uh, not today, Saban, okay? That's one of, that's, she's, she's got that shirt. And the other one on, whose name is Daniel's, has a Jaden Daniels jersey on. So I, I think I, I have an idea of who uh, I'm going to be try to be an observer tonight, and I hope that when I walk out of the stadium at whatever it is uh, late tonight that they're, 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 still, uh, they're still at peace with the world, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll, they'll be playing, uh, what is it, you know, Sweet Home Alabama, we beat the hell out of you. It's going to be Sweet Home Alabama, LSU beat yeah. the hell out of you. All right, Dad. Y'all take it easy, man. All right. Thank you, Terry. You're right. I don't think we're looking at a 9-6 game here. I'm just saying. All right. We owe you a timeout here. We're back to talk Pelicans in the final segment in a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. Top service. Locally owned. Outstanding deals. Conveniently located. Professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, and Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. 
You're listening to the Cumulus Fishing Game Report with Captain C.T. Williams. Fishing is fun, but safety is foremost. I'm Captain C.T. Williams with this week's Big Fish Report. Now, I spend a lot of time finding great spots where you can catch fish, but you need to be able to get there and get home safely while being courteous to others. Louisiana has a lot of fishable water, so there are a lot of boats, and, well, nationally, a, a higher percentage of boating accidents. So be safe and prepared on the water, have fun responsibly, and join me, Captain CT, for the Big Fish, our TV show, with hotspots, tackle tips, how-to recipes, and even safe practices while fishing. Every Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. on WVUE Fox 8 in New Orleans. Have a great weekend. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. We're winding down on the Three Tailgaters Show at 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. New Orleans Pelicans at home against the Atlanta Hawks tonight at 6 p.m. This play-in tournament business is underway. Courts look different. Uniforms will look different. Team will be the same, at least we think. Zion Williamson will play tonight. Brandon Ingram remains questionable with what they're calling tendonitis in his knee. And I think it's two different situations. Some people have lumped the two together. I do not. Uh, the Pelicans elected, the medical staff elected to Sid Zion Williamson on the second of a back-to-back precautionary. I think he could have played. I think he would have played. With Ingram, it's different. He's not playing because he's sore. And uh, people are getting very frustrated with this. And I think they have a right to. You know, and, and Williamson, we all know the story with games he's missed. The, the feeling that I kind of get is that Williamson would like to play when he can. Uh, Ingram, on the other hand, I'm not sure if that's the case. As he said last year, he doesn't want to play unless he's 100%. Well, who's 100% and when? And the Pelicans have guys in C.J. McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas who show up and play and play hurt. McCollum played hurt most of last year. Nance played hurt a lot last year. I mean, you've got to at some point wonder uh, about the, the, the competitive nature and the one-two of Brandon Ingram. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's something that uh, you know, I think a lot of people are getting frustrated about, as you said. And uh, you know, but look, you know, Kenny, we've we've had this discussion a million times. Uh, this this is a players' league. When you have guaranteed contracts, the players run this league. And uh, I don't I don't know if he's getting a lot of blowback in the organization. I don't know, if, you know, and wouldn't surprise me if they tried to sign him to a giant extension, but. I don't, I don't know how you can do that for a guy who plays 45 games a year. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, he's a he's a good player, sometimes very good, but he's not great. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's average defensively. And, you know, and I'm not trying to detract from the player. He's a good, a very good player. Yeah, but and you've you know got to be able to depend on him. And and you know what? And he's a good guy, okay? He's mm-hmm. He's a good human. But you know what? Again... You know, we get back to that whole. You know, the best ability is dependable. Yeah, correct. And 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 I I think it's absolutely true. But look, I've given up trying to figure out the NBA regular season. Yep. Okay. I've I've given it up. And you know, this play-in tournament. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I I, I really have no idea uh, whether you know it, it's kind of an interesting concept. But to me, what I'd like to see the NBA do is. Uh, play 60 games and start on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But... And that, that'll, that'll never happen because of nope. the money. Nope. But to me, that would fix a lot of the league's problems and have yep. fewer teams in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that would that would fix a lot of issues, but, I, you know, that that's going down a road that I don't, I don't think will ever go down. Nope. Edward, is always a pleasure.